Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Greg Oliar and uh, LB, how are you guys doing tonight? You want to take this one first, LB? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm making it through. I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm here. I, I didn't really expect I'd come right back, but I felt like I left everybody a little sad, just fine. So it's nice to be back and maybe we can laugh a little bit at these fucketeers. Let's do some of that tonight. Yes, there's lots of fucketeering going on. And, oh, uh, my goodness. You, it's, you look great, and it's good to have you back. Greg, how's your day been? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out, Zev. There, there's a couple things that I need to get off my chest. First of all, for whatever reason, the technical difficulties, I am not able to use my good camera. So oh, now I'm using the crappy laptop camera. You Whatever. Look fine, though. That's okay. You look good. That's, it's... I, 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 it's not as good. But thank you for saying that. It's, it's okay. It's all about the audio. Anyway. You know what? This is about this is about showing up, man, and professionalism. But that's not the real reason I'm upset, Zev. Yes. The real reason I'm upset is because I agreed just this afternoon I'm not allowed to spend more than fifty thousand dollars on anything until not today. I, I not today. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm really tomorrow. bummed out about this because it's part of my part of my plea deal, a part of my bail agreement, Zev. <laughs> I am not allowed to spend in excess of fifty grand. Frankly, so there's no I don't buying even know a new house, no weekend. buying a new yacht, I, I nothing know. of that. No, no, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna buy a Supreme Court justice that cost two sixty five. I'm screwed. Yeah, you know, I was thinking that's probably the cheapest way to get <laughs> one these days is if you do a fundraiser yeah. and buy one. The good news is that, like Tom Barrack, you have a lot of really wealthy friends. Who will spend that money for you? So on tonight's show, we're going to be talking a lot about Brett Kavanaugh, obviously, because <laughs> that's something that Greg Oliar and LB actually brought to the forefront. It's a remarkable story. Uh, and what you guys uh, did is amazing. You really took something that was not an issue and made it an issue uh, on Prevail. So kudos to you tonight. But also, I am mad as hell about it, especially with the FBI. Mm -hmm. I think the uh, tip line is beyond reproach for them to have done something like that and then handed over the tip line to and the tip line information to Donald Trump and um, Nagan. I just find that obscene. I really do. They were obviously victims in and amongst the calls. And how many, how many calls were there? 4,500? Some over 4,000. 4,000, 4,500 calls. Some of those people were victims. And to take those victims' accounts, discount them, and then hand them over to Donald Trump, who's got his own issues, with sexual you know, assault and, and God knows what else he's done, that's a real issue. And that Ray would participate in something like that when his primary job is to look after the victims in a criminal case. It's unbelievable that they would do something like that. The article that Frank Fergluzzi wrote, I think at the time, said that the, the FBI case was going to be extremely limited in scope because Trump was in charge of deciding what they could investigate and what That's they couldn't. Right. So this was never going to be a big investigation. It clearly wasn't because it was over. And I, I, you, you could have binge listened to The World Beneath and the FBI investigation would be over in the time. So, and it, which that there's a lot of content on your podcast, LB, but we want the FBI investigation to last a little bit longer than that. It did not. We all knew it was a joke yeah. at the time. Frank explained why. But I agree. It's, it's ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. And take us through why it's ridiculous. Why don't you run us through why this man Look, should not be sitting there? And I really want the details out tonight because I think it deserves it. The reason that LB and I know each other and started working together was back in 2018. We started to, uh, we wrote a couple of, or I wrote with her help, a couple of articles about Kavanaugh. Right. And the money, like what the heck is going on with his money? And at the yeah. time, that's what we were focusing on. 
because the money stuff is batshit. There is batshit stuff in the money. It's all outlined in the piece on Prevail. If you if you just type in who owns Kavanaugh with the hashtag on Twitter, it will pop up eventually. And the money stuff is crazy. This is a guy. He was a a federal judge and and an an employee of the federal government for a long time. He was not a, a lawyer at a big fancy firm for more than a year or two early in his career. He did not have himself great wealth. Okay. He was making, I think, $62,500 a year at the time when he bought that house for $235,000. I'm sorry, 2 million, whatever. The, the down payment on the house was something like $265,000 wow. over. Okay. So we don't know where he got the money from. We don't know. He never said. He was asked and he never said specifically. Now his father, Everett Edward Kavanaugh, I believe goes by Ed, what was a fancy high-powered corporate attorney. He was a lobbyist for the the perfumes cosmetics. trade, the cosmetics. Yeah. yeah. Which that doesn't have any tie in at all, LB, to any oh, of this other no. stuff. Not at all does that have any tie into the world. But I mean, at this not point, even, like every, everyone, who, every big business person from back then, any single person involved in that legal world back then had some tie in, it seems to me. There's not a single person who came back from that era that is clean. That may well be true. No, Zev, I'm going to push back on that. There, there, we're at a point now where certainly there's so much just blood money out there. There's whole industries created out of it that we accept as industry as sort of like in our realm, not not that specific to the underworld, but they they were used to push the money through. But that didn't really accelerate in any meaningful way until I would say the mid 2000s. It started getting really bad. His dad earned his wealth back in the era of the Louders, Ron Louder, like those folks. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, that's a very specific industry. Wait, is it's he actually connected specific. to Ron Louder? I don't know if he's connected to Ron wow. Louder, but that's the because he comes up later on in the uh, Thomas Barack investigation There's, a lot. That's right. Wow, that's really fascinating. <laughs> small world when you're having fun. Yeah. yeah, it's a small world. So we can say stuff like that now, and we can deal with the repercussions now of how much of this money is out there and controlling everything. But it wasn't always that way. And certainly being a little judge or whatever the hell this guy was before he be, sat on a circuit and and having your father purchased you basically a home if that's what the father did there are disclosures that he is subject to once he did get his nominations um, and had to go through a confirmation process remember he didn't just come on to the supreme court he was a circuit judge so he had to be confirmed for that as well and this man is, was not truthful in his disclosures either by hiding information or putting in bullshit excuses like the national tickets and whatever he makes right. up about where his money come from or who bails him out of his terrible, terrible financial hygiene. Terrible right. financial hygiene. Same as the Trump yeah. organization. Terrible financial hygiene. Terrible. It's a common theme. His father got a $14 million golden parachute the year before, right before in 20, 2005. He was pushed out or retired, whatever, from the, the the lobbyist job that he had. And he left with 14 mil in assets. So mm -hmm. he absolutely had the money to just pay for the house outright. So again, no one, I don't care. If his father buys him a house, great. I don't right. care about that. The problem is we don't know. He refused to right. fucking say, and we need to know. That's the problem. We don't know who pays. And it doesn't really, like, if you're, 
This guy's an only child. His father already has a house that he owns and lives in. They're fine financially. And the father might yeah. look and say, oh, here's my one son who's doing this nice thing going into public service. I want to help him. You don't put the down payment on the house and then deal with the bank. You just buy the damn house in right. cash and then yeah. have them pay you the more that's what you do so if you have the, the means why too. did not yeah. why didn't they do that that doesn't make any right. sense so this is right before that like he buys the Wait, house and then, i think go ahead. Said, okay and the, and the country club two country club memberships and private education for his his daughters yeah are you saying the retirement is the 40 million dollar retirement is questionable no you're not saying that. No, 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 no. It's perfectly legit golden handshake. Yeah, no, no, no he's, okay. a, he's a rich guy. That's fine. Okay. And that's not the issue. Yeah. Brett Kavanaugh moves into this house. The mortgage and the and the the taxes on the house are higher than what he can pay with, right. on his salary. That that's it's just fucking just math here. based so, on the salary. The, we don't know yeah. if he's got. And he other, said he said people asked how he did it, and he said the thrifts are oh, the uh, the thrift savings account, which is this little <laughs> piddly account that he gets from being a, a judge or whatever. There's not enough money in the account to pay for this yeah. thing. Now, people so lie on their taxes, right? Maybe he's lying on his taxes. I know that as a judge he shouldn't, maybe. but maybe he's, he's lying on his taxes. It doesn't add up. The yeah. math. That's doesn't add up. Fraud. And again, if That's his father crime. wants to, if if his father wants to float him, I don't care about that. No judgment. Good. God bless right. him. It's his money. He can do whatever he wants. The, the thing is, we need to know. The American people need to know because I, if if he just went out and said, "Yes, my father is rich and he bought the house," then this would all go away. But he didn't do that. So right. why didn't he do that? And. Did he not do it because it's not true and he didn't want to lie under oath? Or did he not do it because he's embarrassed because all his friends are rich and he's not? Or is he just congenitally unable to answer a fucking direct question? Either way, none of those three <laughs> things suggest that he should be under That's just the money. Okay? Or he just doesn't want to then pay taxes. The and isn't that just a simple thing that you don't want to pay taxes on? Your, well, that's tax fraud. No, no. Right. Then that's tax fraud. Yeah, but that's, it is tax fraud, that's but it's not. It's, it's lying. It's yeah. lying. It's lying. What for it sure. So, it's yeah. lying. He's a it's liar. Because he did it under oath. Under oath. This okay. business with the baseball tickets. Okay, okay. where he he has this all of a sudden this crazy this massive credit card debt for years. Okay, which rolls over. Which hey, I understand. You make not a lot of money. You have big expenses. You're trying to get your family. Through. I understand. People have credit card yeah. debt. Whatever. No judgment. Then suddenly. Again, right before he's about to go on the Supreme Court, the debt vanishes. Let's trace this because I want to be perfectly clear on the timeline. He buys the house in 06 in February, and in May of 06, he gets put on the circuit. And then his debts get paid off a few months before he gets it's put fishy. on the Supreme it's Court. Fishy. So it's very, very, very fishy. Yeah. Okay. No, sound and we asked, how did you do this? How did you pay off the debt? And he, this weird, convoluted answer. And the an that what he claims is, that he has season tickets to the Washington Nationals because he's yeah. such a great sports fan, we know. The Washington Nationals are not are a recent team. They used to be the Montreal Expos and they moved to Washington in like fairly recently, like after the strike, like in nine, might have been 2000 or something. So right. it's, not, it's not like he's been rooting for this team forever. If he grew up in DC, he probably rooted for the Orioles. So even this, this fandom is really like touristy and unquestionable in my opinion. So. Then he's also, you don't have any money. You can't you can't pay your mortgage yourself. Why the fuck are you buying a package of season tickets to a baseball? How much more ridiculous a purchase can it be? Are you gonna bring your daughters to the baseball game? And then the, the story is that he and his buddies just came to the house 
And he, Brett Kavanaugh, paid for the tickets and they reimbursed him. So, of course, if you have six dudes in a room, who do you pick to put it on the credit card? Obviously, the guy who makes the least <laughs> amount of money and already has 30 grand in credit card debt, right? Yeah, that's what you do. No, no. the rich guy, the, the wealthiest guy who has the least so could pay it off without accruing further. With small children. It's small yes. children. A wife, small children, a mortgage. Doesn't. Fishy. Yeah, it's all it's fishy. Terrible. He was asked under oath, not in the in the thing, in the written questions, if he ever gambled at all. And he said no. He said unequivocally, I, I have since becoming a judge, I don't gamble. I don't bet on sports games. I don't do this. I don't do that. You can read it. You can look it up. It's in there. It's on record. So if there's one instance, if this fucking guy made $100 playing fantasy football, he fucking lied. Okay? And he lied. Yeah. The, the 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 boom and bust nature of what he's doing, combined with the fact that he's a spoiled brat, combined with the fact that he's a known sports fan, a really big sports fan, and such a big sports fan that he actually had a pretty good ruling about the NCAA last month, right, where he liberated college kids to be able to make money from their likenesses. So good on you, Brett Kavanaugh. But that doesn't change anything because he shouldn't be there. But right? there's also the fact that he's a complete sexist and uh, abuser and has a long history of yes, of de which, degrading women in many, many ways. Since we wrote, since we wrote our five five piece article, the well, I can't remember her name. The attorney who was working with Ken Starr and had the affair with Ken Starr. I'll pause this. We all silently throw up in our mouths. Yeah. So she was berated and and and, and treated belligerently by this guy. She told Ken Starr, "This guy right. can't do anything. He's a fucking menace." Right. This was a that That's was a right. long time ago. That was during the the the, the ninety whatever during the, the Clinton impeachment, and she confirmed what we already I think knew, which is that it was Brett Kavanaugh's idea, this fine, upstanding young man, to ask all the dirty, sick questions about the what exactly sexually he did with Monica Lewinsky, which is just disgusting and awful and vile, but completely consistent with the personality of one, a guy who doesn't like women, two, a guy that forces himself upon women, and three, a guy who would laugh at the joke, misogynist, dirty joke emails. Alex Kaczynski, his mentor, who was the, the district court in California, had this thing called the Easy Rider gag list, where he would, it was one of these early email mailing lists. And he would send out these like kind of gross jokes that were all sexist and vile. He was also sexually harassing the women who worked there in such a way that people knew about it, like in, at Yale in the 90s. Don't, if you're a woman, you don't want to work for this guy. Right. That's who That's stood right. up in 2006 a, and said, Brett Kavanaugh is a great guy. This guy at sets was the guy that vouched for him. Uh, and he also had a private website with uh, a lot of compromise on it, frankly, mm. what, that was either his private porn collection. It was on individuals that it was uh, it was a strange thing. He he was somehow savvy enough to have this private website back in a time where there was still just dial up at a lot of places, yet um, not savvy enough to know how to make it truly private and was accidentally exposed himself and, and all this porn. So I don't know who set that up for him. It's very I think it was called, it was actually, it was like Kaczynski.org and then you had to know that the, the, it was, was like slash, slash porn. Yeah, something. And if you knew yeah. that was there, it was just open. But you had to know what the URL was. This is early yeah. 90s. Pre-passwords. Pre for me, the issue is, of course, Kavanaugh. But what the FBI director has done is, is inexcusable. I to have so many complaints come in, a tip line, who even does a tip line, and then to, to collect all this information and then hand it over to the very people who are conspiring to put a justice like this on the Supreme Court. 
is untenable. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it just smells so bad. And it's a cover-up. There's no other way to describe something like that. Surely the FBI director should should resign under any circumstances for something like this. But especially for something like this, he should resign. I mean, he's taken a year, a year and a half. How long has it been now? To, Since 2018. To declare all this information. All of 2018. Fall it's unbelievable 2018. that we did not know long, that there was a Long enough line. that we now control the presidency and both houses, though. Right. Both, okay. You know, That's, that is, so that is a thing. Maybe he does have some, so, some sneaky thing. Look, uh, now, uh, okay. But long enough to also Go give ahead, him another Craig. justice. We'll be right back. So I'm not a great sleeper, as it turns out. I needed to be freezing, cold, and completely dark, and then I cocoon myself in pillows. Even then, sometimes I toss and turn all night. I thought it was stress about politics, maybe the pandemic, who knows. But recently I took a sleep quiz, and I realized it was my mattress that was all wrong for my style of sleeping. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. So they have a soft, medium and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. I took the Helix Sleep quiz and was matched with a Helix Dusk Lux mattress because I sleep on my back and wanted something with medium firmness. It's a huge upgrade over what I used to have. It's soft, but still really supportive. And now I'm falling asleep right away and sleeping well throughout the night. So if you're looking for a mattress, just take the quiz, order the mattress, you're matched to, and it comes right to your door, shipped in a box. It's amazing. It just folds out of the box. It really is impressive. And it's shipped for free. Helix is awesome, but you don't need to take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's pretty impressive. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. Can you imagine that? So 100 nights, good night sleeps. And if you don't love it, you can send it right back. Uh, and you will love it, of course. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and then two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash narrative. That's N-A-R-A-T-I-V. That's helixsleep.com slash narrative, N-A-R-A-T-I-V. And you'll get $200 off for two free pillows. Tell them I sent you and you won't regret it. I promise that. It's a great mattress. Great mattress. I'm going to set you up here, LB, because he is also swims with these right-wing trolls. Right. And this thing, as That's we right. write in the piece, and this is probably, to, to go into this now is probably too long, but he was buoyed in his nomination by the same right-wing trolls, the, the, the Gamergate kind of, th right. that type of person piled onto this thing and, and weaponized the whole Dr. Ford thing to try to get him in there. He's not involved in that. He doesn't know any of these people, oh, does he? Oh, he does. He does oh, know no. these people. Who does he know? What? Yes. He knows no. Mark Judge, who he, yeah, who he attacked go. Christine Blasey Ford with. Okay, oh. everybody? Here's, Who's Mark here's Judge, LB? Who's Mark Judge? Mark Judge is a conservative Catholic writer, blogger, whatever he wants to call himself. He was once employed by Chuck Johnson oh. and I think also oh, really? Daily Caller. That's yes. Uh, okay, so he's very, very tight in. If you understand? Work, yeah. So this man had a he 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 writes all these articles. He was instrumental in the writing around the, it's not just the Gamergate, but the but the Duke sex scandal, right? The whole thing that came out where it was like the girl said she was right, but she wasn't in the uh, what was it the lacrosse UVA. team? UVA. UVA. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's oh, in yeah. there. He he was. 
This man is so well known in the realm of trolls, of conservative trolls. He is the, the very same person that was Brett Kavanaugh's friend and the named individual by Christine Blasey Ford. This is the man who also, not a single goddamn senator, had the balls to call this guy and have him testify as well. There were three people involved in that assault. And Mark Judge got burrowed into some kind of seaside, somebody, some home, I don't remember whose it was, and, and squirreled away. And no one pursued that at all. A couple journalists did, but then they just thought it was weirdness. Okay, whatever. He's not there. And, and let this whole thing happen. Now, let me tell you what these right-wing trolls know. Because of Mark Judge, he helped teach them this strategy, and he's been part of that operation for decades, is that if you make it a he said, she said, any of this stuff, if you put things in the realm of sex, in the realm of assault, in the realm of he said, she said, the guy is always going to win. Right. He's always going to win. And all of this stuff around Christine Blasey Ford surfaced right after Cory Booker, the senator yeah. that that Brett Kavanaugh in his actual confirmation hearing, because mm. that was not a confirmation hearing, that stuff with Christine Blasey Ford. That no. was a separate thing. He had a confirmation hearing, if everybody remembers. It's the same confirmation hearing when Fred Gutenberg came up to shake his hand. He turned away. He knew who Fred that was. was. Such an important moment. This is a 4chan. He had the woman behind him flashing the OK symbols. Right, okay? right, right. Flashing right. the 4chan memes. Yeah. Need it best. Yes, he's in this world. He swims in this world. His best friend that he went and assaulted people since high school with is in this world. Paid, pay money from Chuck Johnson. So unbelievable. More, unbelievable. more about Mark I Judge. I know he was here, connected okay? to Johnson. That's yes. interesting. Mark Judge yes. wrote a memoir. Yeah. No, he wrote a memoir about his high school days called like something, I forget the exact title, Tales of a Drunk Gen X Wasteoid or something like that. <laughs> about how back in high school at Georgetown Prep, they used to get drunk a lot and get blackout drunk and this and that and all these other Which things. Is true, probably. There's yeah. lots of, by the way, he also, Brett Kavanaugh also lied about that. There's plenty of people yes, who know that he drank to excess. Okay, he was yep. so fucking drunk at this dive bar at Yale that he thought that this like little Italian guy sitting at the bar was the lead singer of fucking UB40. And then he got in a fight about it because he was it was it was a bar fight. You can read about this. Dana Milbank <laughs> at The Washington Post has a wonderful column about it. Go Google that and read it. Okay, okay. who was with him is Chris Dudley, the center at the Yale basketball team. And he eventually played in the NBA. It was the worst free throw shooter of all time. Just an awful player. And that ran means, as a okay. Republican for the governorship in Oregon a couple of years ago. Anyway, that's who he's with. So these are guys, that's the culture at these places. There's a lot of that's alcohol right. going on. Right. There's a lot of, well, you know, was a lot dudes, of like rich dudes whose parents send them to, to boarding school or whatever, mm. in these prep school places, and there's a lot of alcohol. Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster in terms of dealing with women and understanding how to especially, interact with women without trying to... Right. Especially if you're chemically repulsive like Brett Kavanaugh. This is an incel, okay? Mm. This guy is, he's, he, who wants to touch this guy? No, he, he had no game. He had to get drunk. And, and this is part of, and why I'm bringing this up, and it sounds personal, but this is part of what the chip line was supposed to be about, was gathering in this information of who this man was. Could he possibly have been lying under his testimony, even though that wasn't his confirmation hearing? Oh, by the way, I was saying, Cory Booker was releasing all of the financials, if you remember that, and all the stuff that he did with Le uh, Kavanaugh did that was dirty around Leahy's office, around the Bill Clinton confirmation. Right. All of this stuff was hitting. These documents were hitting. There was all that con controversy over it. 
oh, you can't release these documents. And Cory Booker's like, yeah, I can. I'm releasing them. Come get me. Right. And he released them literally like the next day or the next day or two, all of a sudden the Christine Blasey Ford rumor hits. They, the Republicans are trying to say it was a leak out of Dianne Feinstein's office. She says unequivocally, nobody leaked this from my office. So who, I wonder who in Brett Kavanaugh and Mark Judge's world knows some people who do things like hack into emails and mm. pull up, maybe see maybe stuff and maybe had Christine Blasey's Ford name ahead of time as someone that might surface to be a problem with this guy, Brett Kavanaugh. I wonder if it was the third guy in the room that was assaulting her. Maybe right. that guy right. Right. had wow. some kind of clue that, okay, if we're thinking of the people who might come forward and speak about Brett, how about the girl that we all, you know, the, the, the women that we attacked, you know, and assaulted allegedly yeah. and, and put their names and put those assaults in the devil's triangle and all this stuff in our yearbook for anybody to find. Come on, wake up, everybody. I've had it. I'm so sick of this feigned ignorance about what's going on in the world. I, I've, I've had enough. I really am. I'm at my breaking point. This is where my grief is going to turn me into a fire-breathing dragon. I, I can't take it anymore. I can't take everyone blindly walking around. Oh, you can't say that. We don't know. It was the guy in the room. Right. He's, he's well, partners well. with Jeff Johnson, who's partners on uh, with Weave. Yeah, all we, they we can't know say it was the guy in the room. We still can't say it. We can say we think it's the guy. It's likely to be the guy. Mark Judge? Mark, Mark Judge, Judge was, was in the, the fucking room. The yes, room. but, but, but rigging this, or checking into emails and stuff. I'm not we don't saying that. that. I'm okay. saying, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying he was right. in the room with Brett Kavanaugh assaulting Christy that's, Blasey yes. Ford. Yes. That, you I, think he didn't have her name in his mind? Of course. To know as they're vetting this guy and saying, and here's what the vetting process is like. What might come up around our boy Brett that we need to know about ahead of time? That's right. ha- that's what it is. And they got and, it, and they and knew a lot, so they put him up regardless because they knew they were going to have a rigged, a rigged event there. They knew this the entire investigation was, was going to go. be rigged. Yeah, this so, whole thing was ready to go. So let's focus and on that boy, because did they launch it. Kavanaugh is a shit. We know that, but yeah, but the cover up is inexcusable. The fact that there was collaboration between the White House, the FBI director, and whoever wants this judge to become a justice, the fact that that collaboration existed is a conspiracy. There's just no two ways about it. They, all the okay, people so involved in that. Okay, so what collaboration? Be specific. The collaboration, the, the fact that you, had, that you had the FBI director agreeing to take 4,500 uh, tip line complaints and give it to the President of the United States, whom he knew, whom he knew was also previously accused and has been under investigation for very similar things. That to me okay, is so let, unbelievable. Let, and let me say it's this. abuse of power. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let me just say this, since you're saying that, and, and, and I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just want to put this information on the table as well for everyone. So the problem is tip line aside, the process of the FBI getting involved in any way, shape, or form with these Supreme Court nominations, the way that process is, so it's a process issue we have to fix. Right. But the way that process is, is that it, it, this is one of the few instances in the FBI and anything that would be qualified as like an investigation, which it wasn't really even technically that, it wasn't that, where the White House is the client. The American people are not the client. The White House is the client. He had to turn all of that over to the president the way it flows. Now, that's that very separate. It can't be true that the American it is true, Zeb. people are he not the client. The American people are the client of the president of the United States, too. 
The it's, president usually is isn't true. a fucking criminal. That's the that's the issue. That's here. Right. This is one of many examples yes. where the, we assume that the president isn't a fucking mob owned puppet. Right. Because in this case, we knew that, that isn't usually. A, but in this case, he is. Right. And therefore, he this is, is yet another thing he could fucking steamroll. And that's we gave him right. all yeah. these inf all this information about these crimes. It's uh, because we had to the F we I'm not the FBI the FBI had to, to. they're obligated to do that no they're obligated now, so to protect that, the victims of these crimes that's what they're obligated well that's to do. a separate that's an additional thing that's, that's an the additional thing. thing that's the so number that, one thing the FBI is there for is to protect the the victims but of not crimes. in this instance Zeb, I need you to get not in this instance not in the instance of, of doing it doing the background stuff on Supreme Court nominations it's I not know, it's, I know what you're it's saying. a dual thing but here's where here's where I'm, I'm complete agreement with you. Complete agreement is that if coming into that tip line, by the way, no tip line had ever been set up before either. So Chris Ray, I'm not a fan of him. I do think he needs to step down and resign. I think this is atrocious. Right. However, they never had a tip line before. So by opening up that tip line and knowing that everything that came into that tip line was by the rules going to be given to the White House and the White House Council, it means that the cover-up lands on Donald Trump and Don McGahn's head as well. It's on their heads now. They, they can't escape this cover-up. So if there was, so so as horrible as it all is, it's a, it's a bit of a trap. Now, if there were actual crimes that were still under the statute of limitations of being able to be pursued and investigated that were not pursued and investigated, then that is really serious. Yes, but and that's obviously what happened. There must have been victims. Well, we don't there. know that, but what I do know is that. 4,500 cases. Here's what I can tell you for a fact. Yeah. Tip lines were coming in around Mark Judge's YouTube channel. I right. know this for yeah. a fact. Okay, Talk now, about the YouTube channel, YouTube, a little bit. His YouTube channel, he, he took down, he stripped down as soon as his name hit the presses, and we frankly, and we found it. And there wow. was there's a couple of... Incredible Twitter followers who found that YouTube and exposed it. Now, what was his? You, everybody wants to know what was Mark Judge YouTube channel. Mm. It was full of young women. It was like a Playboy centerfold spread without the nudity, but but close. A lot. There was a woman that was a young woman. Hard to say any of their ages. Very much looked like eighteen, nineteen at best. Okay, everybody. So I don't know where these girls are coming from. Was there a casting agency involved that Mark Judge was working with to put these girls? He was making not cheap videos. Okay, there was production quality. There was sound quality. There was music that was licensed, or he was composing the music himself. This was his like little fantasy channel. And these young women, or some to me look like girls, so one of them is covered in Barack Obama's brother in Kenya, a horseshit propaganda at a Breitbart, okay? Covering her, right? And and she's naked underneath, and she, they're all What do you mean seductive. it's covering her? What does that mean? She's lying physically naked on a mattress, her. and it's physically covering her naked parts. Oh, Okay. Then there's then there's all kinds of all these tracking shots over these girls' bodies. What is this? Is it a catalog? Are we shopping for these girls? What the hell is this thing? Is it an incel a masturbation channel for for their think youth? It was? I have no think? idea. We have no idea. I know the tip lines are coming out. Where did these girls come from? What are the age of these girls? Please go and investigate where these girls are coming from. What are, are they? Did he? How did he recruit them? Did he pay them? Is this, a, is this a professional casting job that went on with this? Oh, all of these questions and tips coming into the FBI. So I don't know. I just know that that website got yanked down real quick, but not before we archived it all. The internet is forever. One more thing the about Mark Judge is, is that 
if you were the guy in the room, okay, and your buddy was being falsely accused, what would you do? Would you A, demand to be uh, seen by the senators and testify and tell the truth and clear your good friend's name? Mm -hmm. Or would you be literally flee so that no one could find you? Because that's what Mark Judge did. The guy was gonzo. He just left town. No one knew where he was. He turned up at some beach house in Delaware. Owned by a political you know, operative. Yeah. When the, the reporters found him, he asked, how did you find me? So, that's and apparently funny. he has some, some bullshit excuse. He was too, like, mentally whatever to testify. He was, what, he's too much of a fucking snowflake, this guy? I don't care. Put him on the fucking stand. Yeah. This is a, a, a lifetime appointment at the Supreme Court, for God's sake. We need to know That's the answer right. to these questions. And Brett Kavanaugh hasn't given us the ability to know whether it's the thing about his debts or whether it's the thing about Mark Judge and, and the, the horrible uh, thing that happened. The lying? We don't know. Or we, we've, we've, there's four or five lies that we've just recounted. There's probably other ones, too, going back to the time when he was in the White House, the office of the what is it called? The White House Counsel's Office, Legal right? Counsel, yeah. But yeah, mm -hmm. isn't, there, isn't yeah. there also another thing here that's sort of keep driving at the fact that he participated or was the beneficiary of a conspiracy to obstruct justice? And that's what I think the whole the calling line, the tip line is, is an obstruction of justice for forty five hundred people, potentially, but obviously a little less. But still, there's that is an obstruction of justice. And if you've got a conspiracy there and Kavanaugh is a beneficiary of that, that's a problem. Clearly. The other thing that's very the other thing that's very curious is that a lot of other ju judges and, and, and appellate judges, right? Not little, right? Put together a, a complaint, a formal right. complaint about Brett Kavanaugh saying that he wasn't fit for the bench. And this is a, there's a process for this. It's like a whistleblower kind of thing, but it's a reporting thing when it comes to the judiciary. It got submitted, I think it was in the Colorado and a Supreme Court there, because for some reason that was the process where it would then supposed to be heard and, and this was supposed to go through this whole process. And in swooped John Roberts, and he took that thing and he buried it. Wow. And then, just to add something before Why? we get to our next segment. Why is everyone covering up for this guy? Is he is he sitting on a trove of some kind of incredible, horrible compromise? Like, He's why the only who person cares willing about to do this, this job, guy? Probably. They have a list. They have a list a yeah. mile long. Or is he just so compromised that they believe they could fully own him? That's probably what it. What is it? That's probably it's it. It's one or the other because it, it makes no sense. I'm sorry, Greg did this whole, he did, a, he did a thing on all these judicial appointments. Everyone needs to go back through all those prevails. They're incredible. I just worked with this thing on Kavanaugh because I, cause I, can't, I can't take it. I can't take it. It's going to make me crazy <laughs> if, if this information doesn't get out there. Greg uh, worked with other writers. And, and put information out about how Clarence Thomas is, is compromised and what's going on there. And now even more has happened since January 6th with his wife, Ginny, who helped fund that insurrection. Then we have Amy Comey Barrett. Guess what, guys? We're stuck with her. We're stuck with her. There's nothing we can really do about her. I'm sorry. Gorsuch is stuck with Gorsuch. It, it's, it, you know, it's this isn't about just trying to get rid of any and all things that Donald Trump did. It's also not about the fact that Leonard Leo and the Federalist Society doesn't have a list a mile long of people that they could put in this guy's place. Why did they put this guy up? Why? What do you think the answer He's is? So, what do you think the I, answer I is? I honestly don't know. I, I, I don't. It's, it has to do with some type of, to me, in my opinion, it has to do with some type of blackmail. 
either that they could have, they felt that they could completely own him and have him in the pocket. And he was so compromised that Donald Trump was like, I want that guy. I, give me the sexual assaulter that, that's, had, whose best friend helped attack the woman and then went and had a sex trafficking fantasy site or whatever the hell that thing is. Right. So if you're Donald, you're thinking, yeah, give me the dirtiest, sleaziest guy that I have the most stuff on. Right. And that, that'll be my guy. Um, Isn't there also a connection but, to the star? But if you're Leonard Leo, if you're Leonard Leo, you might be thinking, well, or, or Brett Kavanaugh, he might, Brett Kavanaugh may have played a card. We don't know that that guy didn't put cards on the table and said, yes. put me at the top of the list. Absolutely. We don't can, know. I, can I ask you one last thing quickly? So Kavanaugh was part of the star investigation, right? He was part of the team that worked on the impeachment. And yes. so was Rosenstein. Okay which is, I find just really interesting that oh. there you had the, the deputy attorney general at the time dating back to the star investigation and being there with Kavanaugh. So he was in a position to hide all this stuff. He may have even been in the discussions on whether they should have a tip line or not. That's certainly under his purview at the department of justice. He did yeah. land the plane though. So he did, he certainly did, but for whom and which kind of plane?